Welcome to the You Were Created For More podcast. Each week we will bring you focused, impactful content, sharing one big idea combined with our experience and understanding to help you take action and achieve the results you desire. We rotate content around our foundational principles to help you experience a more abundant life. Desiring more, growing in Christ, managing your mind, and owning your health. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the You Were Created For More podcast. Days like we've had here recently make me so grateful that we made the move to Florida. It was one of those things that we had talked about, had on our vision board, but never just knew if the time was right. We kept praying about it, and we also continued to focus on the potential move in our daily morning practice with visualizations through our vision board. When both of our dogs, aka our kids, their health started going downhill, we started getting serious about making the move. We knew that bringing them along, it wasn't an option. So after our second dog, Daisy, after she passed last June, we started putting plans in place. Moving in October, it gave us time to get settled prior to the busy season here. And seeing the recent weather back in Indiana makes us even more grateful to be here in the warm sunshine. Let's get started with today's episode, episode number 85, Self-Talk Problems. All right, my friends, here's the question I have for you today. Are you seeing and hearing your self-talk? It's in there, you know it is, but most of us are in a mode where we're simply allowing it to be there and do its thing, or we're completely oblivious to it. You might be oblivious to it because it's buried deep in your subconscious thoughts and you're not taking the time to listen to yourself. You might be allowing it because you don't know you can do anything about it. It's just there and it's always been. Here's the problem with our self-talk and my one thing I want to share with you today. Your self-talk is subtle, but it's oh so powerful. In fact, it's the primary driver that's running your life, so you need to build awareness of what it is and where it's taking you. If we want to make real change in our lives, we have to manage the way we speak to ourselves. That is the key. And it's hard to wrap our head around this because so much of it shows up in the background, so we're not even aware of it. And when we are aware, it's full of half-truths that make it seem believable, like it's just the facts. So why would we even question it or try to change it? We have to do that because of the power and control it has on us. It's like in The Wizard of Oz, the tape that's running our show. We don't think we're directing ourselves because we don't hear it and we don't understand its power. Here's the thing. What we think, our brain listens to. And God, he designed our brain to respond to commands and what it hears. When we think, I'm so busy, our brain says, okay, 
I'll make sure we're always busy. Or maybe it's, I'm so overwhelmed. Our brain says, okay, I'll be overwhelmed. Or maybe it's, I'm so confused. Our brain is going to say, okay, I'll be confused. Or I have to do this perfectly. Our brain says, okay, I'll only do it if we can be perfect. Some of you here can probably see that in your life. So now you're thinking, okay, what can I do about this? Here are the first important steps to take with these internal thoughts and sentences that are running through our minds. First, we have to know it's there. Second, we have to listen for it. Third, we have to listen to it. And this can be a very difficult thing to do because for most people, we're shocked when we actually understand what we're saying to ourselves. An example is I have a good friend who was struggling with her weight and she would notice what others said about themselves and comment how she shouldn't say that or be so hard on herself. And then she would turn around and say things like, I've always been the fat kid. How do you think her brain is responding to that command? And here's my personal example. When I struggled with my weight and body image, I would tell myself things like, you'll never be able to have a small frame. And then I would compare myself to others and have an internal conversation with myself thinking I was making it better, but really I was just intensifying that negative self-talk. Another thing that I would tell myself is that I should wear baggy clothes to hide my body. I was so self-conscious in a bathing suit in front of others, so the thought of wearing anything even remotely fitting was a no-no for my thinking. Another thought was, you'll always have puffy cheeks and a big backside. And this was something that came up for me from comments that others had made, and I just continued to circle back to that and create a lot of negative self-talk around it. I was so focused on the external and thinking that everyone was looking at me and judging how I looked. But here's the thing. Others didn't care about the external. They care about the internal. What's it's all about what's in the heart. And when I shifted my thinking so that it wasn't all about me and more about them and how I could help, I was able to shift my thinking and how I was talking to myself. And I'll admit, I am not perfect here, and I still work on some of those thoughts or other negative ones that have have come about when they attempt to creep back in, but now I can see them and shift them to more of ones focused on how God created me just as I am and how I'm perfect in his eyes. I have a healthy body that allows me to do the things I need to do to live out my purpose. That is a thought that I can shift when those negative thoughts come in. So based on those examples, I want you to spend some time right now thinking about where you're experiencing struggles. What do you see and hear there? What do they look like? Your self-talk is creating whatever struggles you're having with your weight, with your relationships, with your career. So this is a great way to build awareness about the self-talk that is behind it. 
So many of the actions you take, especially those that are opposed to what you really want, you can't hear how you're directing yourself. The goal is to turn up the volume on your self-talk. Remember, know it's there, listen for it, then listen to it. Initially, you may be scared or overwhelmed by it, but this is how we create change in our lives. Making real change is all about using word power, not willpower. Because the power of your words that you can use to talk to yourself is limitless, but willpower is always limited. So what's your struggle? Here are some ideas of what your self-talk might be telling you. Are you eating off plan? Maybe it's, I have to get some so I don't miss out. Or, I'm afraid I'll binge on the things I don't have. Or, are you all or nothing or that perfect perfectionist mindset? I want to do it perfectly because I've failed so many times before. Or, I struggle to lose weight, so I have to be perfect. Or are you self-sabotaging yourself? There's something wrong with me because I can't lose weight. Or I can't stop eating. This food is so is just too delicious. Or is it not getting started with thoughts like I can't do this or I'll just fail again? Or is it with emotional eating? A thought might be it's stressful at home and I need to de-stress, or I need a break. All our thoughts are important because they are running our life. We can't just gloss over them and say that they don't matter. We have to understand not only are our thoughts in control, but also how we respond to them. We always have a choice to respond with grace and compassion versus beating ourselves up for having them. That's why we're diving into having more grace for ourselves in my membership this month. So many times we're unable to change the things we want in our life because we fail to give ourselves the grace that we need to push past our pain and really figure out what's going on. What we're allowing and what we continue to do is so painful We just want to resist, avoid, and escape it as much as possible. Grace lets us in and opens the door to what's essential to making real changes. Just like I talk about how so many times that there's a love problem in our lives, so many times there's a grace problem. And those two, they are so interconnected. It's really hard to love yourself without grace, and it's really hard to have grace for yourself without love. If this speaks to you, be sure to join us this month in my membership. And you can do that by going to bit.ly slash C4M membership. There are three big traits that will help you change your self-talk and grace is one of them. Curiosity and determination are the other two. Grace or self, self-compassion allows you to look at it because it's not so painful that you have to resist or avoid. Curiosity pushes you to look at it, 
at where it came from and better understand it. Then you can decide whether you want to keep it or not. Determination is going to keep you moving forward and working on this because our self-talk is powerful because it's been there a long time. It's not going away overnight, even when we decide we want to change the soundtrack that's always playing in our minds. And I actually love the soundtrack analogy. Your self-talk is the soundtrack that's driving your life. So what's your soundtrack? Is it positive, loving, encouraging, always wanting the best for you? Or is it negative, cruel, always putting yourself down and making you feel like you're not enough? You have the power to control your soundtrack. You can look at the thoughts running through your mind and choose the ones you want. It's just like picking apples in a grocery store. You don't just pick them up blindly or take the first ones that you see. You look at them, make sure it's not a bad apple, and then put it in your cart. You can do the same with your thoughts. Look at and put back the ones you don't want and choose the ones that you do want to keep. To do this, the first thing we have to do is turn up and tune in to our soundtrack. So many of us rush through our days in a way that we can't even hear how we're being directed. Our soundtrack is continually playing in the background, subtly like elevator music so we're not even aware of it. Instead, get tuned in. Hear it. Evaluate it. Decide what's best going to serve you and the life that you want to have. Remember, your self-talk is that word power, which is the real fuel running your life. We may be scared or overwhelmed by the words we're using when we see them clearly. So remember to have compassion and grace for yourself. All our thoughts are important. Our brain is having them for a reason, but we can just let them be, acknowledge them, and then can choose whether we want to keep having them. For me, When I see my old thoughts that I don't want to have show up, I tell myself that is what the old me thought, but this is now how the new me thinks. But you can't do this if you're always running away from them. If you're always resisting and running from them, then you're giving your brain that command. Rather than figure this out, let's just move forward in our lives. Let's go back to the thought, work makes me stressed. That's not really the case. It's what you told yourself and the meaning that you gave to it. And here's the thing, you can change the meaning. More to something like, I was busy, but I did a great job getting through it, and now I'm home and can relax. Look at the small things that you can change. And be picky about your words. No shoulds, need to, have to, or musts. Try these instead. I want to. I prefer to. I desire to. I could. Changing that language is important. For example, I want to 
because, and then add your good reason here. And one thing I will warn you of is don't should on yourself. Should is like a could with shame on it. All our shoulds, they make us feel bad, feel guilty, feel regret and shame. The truth is many of us have a lifetime of practicing thinking what we have to do, how bad we are and how hard it is. So we have to go heavy on the other side to change it. Here's another big truth. Controlling anything in our life starts with controlling our mind, being more in control of our food, of our weight, of our emotions. Always, always, always starts with controlling our mind. Here's some advice from someone who has been there. I know what it looks like to go through it and come out on the other side of it. When I look at my life and my struggle with my weight and body image, it's easier than I thought it would be when I really started changing how I thought. What made it so hard for so long is because I was taking a self-loathing approach to it, but I was blind to it for so long. I thought I was just telling myself the truth, but it was really just my thoughts, my self-talk. Check in and see if that's where you are today, because if you're struggling with your weight, your body image, or something else important to you, I can almost promise you this is a fundamental cause of your struggle. I haven't talked much about God's truths, but one thing I think about here is what he tells us about transforming our life. He says we transform our life by the renewal of our mind. And that's exactly what we're doing when we change our self-talk to a new and more exciting soundtrack. So if I can only give you one thing from this podcast today, it's this. Change the conversation in your head. It changed everything for me as far as taking actions like eating differently, deciding whether I needed more food, deciding whether I needed another drink. It made everything so much easier, and I know it can do the same for you. Join me next week for another great topic. I love and appreciate all of you. Bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We hope you enjoyed it and found something of value you can take with you. If you would be so kind to leave us a review, we'd greatly appreciate it. And be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you won't miss out on any future episodes.